I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. So I'm going to choose the less, the lesser of two evils. Hey, Brendan. Hey, Dan. So, I mean, the question, are you ready for some Winter House, kind of has two meanings right now, because both both the Winter House cast and us, Brendan and Dan, start filming Winter House at the same time. <laughs> oh my God, we're, we're on Winter House Eve. We're on Winter House Eve, parallel paths in life. The word on the street is that cameras are going up back in Vermont again with like some of the cast, uh, maybe not some of the other members of last year's season coming back. Some new people, a drive-by by Lindsay and Carl, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we know it's actually interesting because like the fact that Lindsay and Carl are doing Watch Robins Live this upcoming week shows you how they are probably not in the house as main cast probably unless they did a sneaky filming yeah unless they did a sneaky filming um but yeah i mean we'll get to more stuff with uh with summer house obviously mm-hmm. in this main episode we want to plug the fact that our patreon bonus content journey continues with uh the first season of melbourne part two oh yeah where we discuss like your mother chica we my discuss mother, yeah. my what, other mother janet your, your other mother, Janet, everyone being obsessed with Gina Liano, mm-hmm. and what a Andy Cohenless reunion looks like. Hint, it involves sunglasses perched on someone's head. For the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tune into that. But let's get to, I mean, the thing that has been consuming our lives, Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, literally consuming, but I'm grateful for it because in the past week, I went to three gatherings <laughs> where people fed me food. Each meal better than the next. One one of those gatherings in this very home. I know. Wait, so one each meal better than the next means that mine was the worst of the three? <laughs> no. It, with that logic, yours is in the middle. Mm-mm. Okay, just making sure. No, the fish <laughs> stew was actually, the fish stew was incredible. Mm. My friend Sophia made homemade sushi, though. I mean, that is... 
going above and beyond. That's something even I wouldn't do. Yeah, and it was it was all vegetarian, but it was like a ama- and amazing. Yeah. There was a sushi roll with like peanuts in it, which oh. I had never had. It was um it was incredible. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But let's Oh, I don't even know where to start. I mean, there were like there were moments of possibility like when Todd Bridges won HOH. Right. And then that got thwarted by like powers of veto and the comp beast Misha cupcake. Yeah. I mean the OG like possibility situation when Carson won and then yeah. he and he and Cynthia decided to take like, <laughs> like a dumb pill and like, yeah, just like yeah. throw everything out the window that they were working towards. Yeah. Uh, sadly, our dreams of Shanna Mokler becoming America's favorite player did not come to fruition, despite the fact that like you and I were both like on the text Shana to two, one, three, four, five, or whatever the number was. I know, but I realized Dan, like I dropped off and I figured you did oh. too. You dropped off? Yeah, you didn't, but you didn't text that every day. I swear to God, I did every day except for I think the very last day. Okay, I dropped off the last day, but I was the one sending the reminders. So mm, like I, I, we text <laughs> enough for me to like figure that like you probably didn't do all the voting every single day. Okay. So you send me your wordle. You send me your New York times mini. You send me like (laughs) (laughs) Alex asked me like, as the episode was going live, he's like, wait, did you text Shayna today? And I was like, and then I was like, what if it's by one vote? What if it's by one vote? Here's the thing. Carson was, I think is just like a more mainstream, better Mm. received like person. So I'm not surprised he won. Yeah. And like, if it was not going to be Shayna Carson's a good person to win it. Yeah. He's just like, he's, there's something about Carson. He's so good on TV. And I, I think he's not allowed to do enough on drag race. Mm, And like, I think drag race is learning that because they had him in the workroom a couple weeks ago. So I, he needs to be given enough. And run, do not walk to the clip that was like buzzing on social media of Carson on Julie Chen's God podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> what did his shirt say? Born again Christian Dior. Like. <laughs> oh my God, legend! But uh, Brendan, speaking of fashions, what did you wear to the Tadra call? Is over party. <laughs> um, my PJs because I, I watched that like twelve a.m. Yeah, I mean that, like final 10 minutes of the of the finale was like i had chills i know i it should have been longer we needed more time with our jury members i think yeah i mean we went into it thinking the jury was gonna have the opportunity to ask questions and we would truly get a dragging of todrick from the entire jury but that kind of was like saved it was rather than a question a statement as mm-hmm. each of them made their final vote between Misha and Todrick. Teddy Joe trying to do like a limerick <laughs> by like talking about like Todrick's love for Wizard of Oz, which I guess is well documented. Yeah. He's done like a whole video series on it. It's just like her writing and editing and rehearsing this like little bit she did. I just like want to know the process that went home, went on at home. Well, you know, she had tweeted that first portion of her statement. So like, I know, I I think she saw that that got a lot of the fans going. So she's like, Oh, I'm going to use that. (laughs) Also like that goes to show you, like that's not smart strategy as far as like making iconic moments. You don't Mm. put them on both platforms, you know? Yeah. You got to say it's like, I'm like guilty of this. It's like when you share something to your Instagram story and then you're like, I actually like that enough for it to go grid. Oh, cause you're shy. Like I, I I'm grid first story second. Right. Yeah. You really (laughs) like your little food picks on grid. Wow. But yeah. Uh, I mean, if it had to be between Misha and Todrick, obviously I'd rather Misha win. Of course, flop Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey of Atlanta had to be the one person to vote for Todrick because she didn't catch on to the fact that everyone hated him at that point. Well, I mean, and you have to excuse her because everyone's only hated him after seeing all the footage from mm-hmm. inside the house because this is the, unlike regular Big Brother, celebrity Big Brother, they get to go home and fully watch whatever they want to watch and intake any social media, whereas like they don't go to a jury house where yeah. they're still sequestered and only given some information. Yeah, exactly. 
But I'm surprised even that Cynthia could not pick it up in the 10 minutes of being out amongst her fellow jury members. Like, did you not watch her on this entire season? I She's know. not picking up a lot I of know. things. <laughs> She's not picking up a lot. No. Her and Carson are in the clouds constantly. I'm surprised yeah. he caught on, even being out of the house. I am dying for a Carson Cynthia Watch Robins Live. That would be amazing. Yeah. Andy calls Carson Car Car because I, I guess they do go way back from uh, Queer Eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I, this has got to happen. Get Watch Robins Live on the horn. Another weird thing I listened to, I learned from listening to Radio Andy is John Hill mm. texts with or emails with Julie Chen. That's weird to me. Yeah, and then Julie Chen texted Andy and was like, "Are you and John still good?" Because I what? guess they text because they text about Big Brother or the email oh. with Big Brother. Okay, okay. <laughs> Julie Chen, just like such a like truly in her weirdo era, <laughs> <laughs> just like love someone tonight. <laughs> She's like repeating her like catchphrases a, a lot these days. I think. I think she like she either needs to settle on one or like do a lot a lot of different ones i don't like the like wishy-washy she does the same thing like three weeks in a row but then like throws in something else sometimes it feels like she's deciding it on the spot which i would say as a chen bot she should not be doing that like yeah. read the lines i do like that she still does the like broadcasting walk where she's coming back mm. from commercial and she's walking down a little bit of stage that feels sure. very barbara walter's school of broadcasting it's like it's the journalist version of like handography for like a, a singer, you know? Oh, yes, handography. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Big brother, love it. Can't wait for the summer. Are we going to catch you in the house? Are you applying? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, it actually like sounds like my personal hell. Really? What, why is that? I don't like being in the same room as people while I'm sleeping. I like to have my own personal space sometimes. So you better win comps and get the HOH room. No, I would like to like cook dinner by myself and not have like four people there talking to me, judging my every move. What if I accidentally mm. burn something a little bit? Wow. Sounds like you got to like <laughs> work on some <laughs> issues. <laughs> wow. Um, we discussed UK versus the world in the pre-show. I do got to give some credit to this past week's episode of Drag Race, which is, I feel like we like woke up. Yeah, it's, the girls are girling, as we say. It's like the show <laughs> is the show, you know? I mean, Lady Camden did have an iconic fashion moment, like falling on the runway and then coming up with like a new fresh look. I, her acting was so good that I believed that yeah. she actually fell. Yeah, I know. And like the judges thought so. I was like, are we going to get medics in here? It looks like she might have hit her head. <laughs> and for a change, like if you weren't watching Untucked, you were only getting half a story. Yeah, truly. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like an iconic, important episode of Untucked. Yeah. Jasmine Kennedy revealed that prior to the show, she had started her mm -hmm. transition. And then she like talked about um, how she was like super inspired by uh, Carrie Colby yeah. And the girls are growing, you know? Yeah. Wow. Drag race. Okay. We have a bunch of shows to talk about this week. Again, like scheduling is off. Last week, we didn't have Salt Lake City because of Super Bowl. This week, we don't have OC because of like de in deference to Big Brother. <laughs> like, like, I was like, last night, <laughs> last night after I watched Big Brother, I got home at like midnight because I was at company. Yeah. And. After I watched Big Brother, I was like, I should watch OC because if not, I like have to catch up on everything tomorrow. And I like looked for OC on my DVR, couldn't <laughs> find it. And then I was like, did it just not record? So I went to Amazon to try mm. to look for a new episode. Then I was on Amazon this morning trying to look for a new episode to like buy it. And that's when I texted you. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's, we got two finales this week. We got a Salt Lake City and a Miami. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, Miami blew Salt Lake out of the water in terms of finale. Well, very different feels, obviously. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Salt Lake. Okay. Okay. Salt Lake. We are doing like a very traditional, like, what was everyone's individual storyline this season? Right. Let's wrap it up. Mm -hmm. And Mary's, we wrapped up by simply playing 
a round of mini golf. <laughs> Which like has nothing to do with anything she did on the actual show this year, but that's okay. Yeah, God bless. Uh Jen Shaw were packing it up. Another house move. Yeah. I mean, we kind of like we started the season with her showing it off to uh Lisa Barlow, like she she she, look at this new Sha Chalet. I know, but it's like to move it's gonna cost her ten thousand dollars too. And it's like where's all this money? Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, like I, I saw people like responding like, oh my God, it's $10,000, but I'm sure the rent for that big house mm. is like in the thousands of dollars. Yeah. But it's like, I guess, what can we expect? They have to live somewhere, but yeah, exactly. And like, they're not going to be like packing it up into trucks at this point. At this point, though, it's like she's not ever going to show her humility. Obviously, we see like her traveling on season three, like previews of that. But it's like any person who was actually worried about like their legal standing and what was going to happen to them yeah. and had thought that far ahead. They'd be like rounding up their friends and being like, hey, I'll buy you pizza and beer. Can you help me? <laughs> pack my house like any like any 20 year old in new york is doing you know i know but there comes an age when pizza and beer cutting it mm. <laughs> okay i i like can't really like do the math in terms of it felt like a lot of her people who got arrested and indicted under the same umbrella of illegal activity like this has been going on for a long time. Was she committing the acts like up until recently? Has she been able to continue her business otherwise? Like outside? Like what business is she conducting other than being a housewife? Like is she working right now? I don't know. I guess yeah. like the streams of income are housewife and basketball coach. Yeah. I, there's. I feel like there's got to be like a something else coming in somehow, some way. These people and their money and their fake money. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Uh, okay. Winnie Wild Rose. We kind of like started the season in a bathing suit and ended it with <laughs> with like a bathing suit lingerie moment. Yeah. Um. I identify as someone who's sex positive, but these like <laughs> scenes, there comes a point where it's like, didn't you see Mario and Ramona do this? Didn't you see mm-hmm. Alex and Simon do this? Didn't you see Tamara and Eddie do this? Like everyone made fun of them when they had these scenes. Yeah. The Tamara and Eddie one like comes up. I think it came up like recently again. Well, like, well, Tamara, while she was on Watch Robins Live was actually congratulating Whitney and her husband on like a job well done. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I thought that the Tamara and Eddie one to me is like the one that was like the least awkward. And mm. I think Whitney and um, Justin might be the most awkward. Yeah. It was an interesting like art project. I guess their art pop could really mean anything. Yeah. Uh, we got the family that poses out mm-hmm. in the, the salts or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> We're in the, I think they're posing on salt. There's like a lot of geography in this country where I'm like, I didn't know that, know that existed. <laughs> like, we're like, just on salt? Yeah. It's just like one big cube of salt. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like a continuation of her storyline being like her family and mm-hmm. reconnecting with her husband and looking mm-hmm. out for Brooks and da 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 da. It's like, but where's this last son? You know? I know. Like, That's so interesting. He'll pop up on Instagram every once in a while. Let's get him in on, on the shoot. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Uh, who else? Oh, oh my, I, I got to say, like, Heather Gay, I am so much more interested, and I've said this, like, throughout the season, mm-hmm. so much more interested in her when it's, like, about her and not when it's about the dynamics with the other women. Yeah, it's really a totally different show. Like, she could host a Leah Remini-style show Mm -hmm. just about, like, former Mormons, and it would be totally watchable because I just don't know. I learned so much from this season with Heather Kay, and I I feel like I don't do a lot of learning on Housewives, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one Mormon brother that showed up was giving me the (laughs) the creeps. Oh, which one? (laughs) So it was like... There, there was two brothers. One that was a former Mormon, like mm-hmm. like Heather, who was like much more chatty, 
And then like the one that's currently a Mormon kind of said like not a word. And then like at the very end, after like the ceremony was done, he was kind of just like laying in the bare grass, like just like flat laying on the grass while like people were like talking to each other. Oh my God. That's how (laughs) there was a period in high school when I would, we had this big hill on the way down to the buses and I would roll down it on the way to the bus. Wow. Some things (laughs) never change. (laughs) And somehow I like people kind of liked me in high school. So I don't Uh, know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then of course, I mean like with Lisa, it's all about the business baby. So we're kind of loving it, loving it, loving it, setting it up for the Vita tequila party. I mean like we're getting like so much editing. We get the little ticker of loves versus hates, which was Mm. fun. Um, Which is a little preview into like, we're, we're doing like retro Mm. the actual party itself. I got to wonder like, was there a Jenny Wynn wrap-up storyline that they just kind of, like, tossed out? I don't know, because if there was that and they tossed it out because of everything that's been going on, it's like, I would have tossed out the moment where they do, like, the fun editing with her hair. Yeah. In, yeah. At the party. I don't know. Like, and then once we're at the party, it felt so... I don't... Like, obviously, we need a finale party. But, like, what the thing that it just, like, feels so... Story-wise, this was just such a strange place to end. Yeah, and it's like Whitney and Jenny are doing acting work. Mm. And it's like, did somebody tell Jenny, like, you really need to get in there at the finale party so that, like, you can come back or something? Yeah. Because it's like, what are you doing? Like, what's what's going on here? I don't really know what's happening. It's it's so strange because... I feel like if it was real life with, with, and I was dealing with someone who was so checked out like Mary, I would just let her be in her corner staring at the wall. Like she's doing anyway. I know, but they like are both like, I don't know what they want to get out of her either. Yeah. I, well, I think they are going under the assumption that like I'm on the show and you're on the show. So we have to like do something. Yeah. But if I, I don't know, if I was a scene partner with Mary and she's acting like this, I'd be like, okay, like, God bless. I don't know. Yeah, it just was, like, so weird. That entire scene was so weird to me. I liked the party in general. I liked the theme. I mean, the theme's fine, but we were lingering on the interstitials for too long, I thought. Yeah, because we didn't have a lot. Yeah, we didn't have a lot. And then, like, for the big explosion of of Meredith being like, I will talk about what everyone doesn't want to talk about. And I, and I thought like in the preview, we were going to actually talk about it, talk about it, (laughs) (laughs) but we didn't really get anything. She looked great though. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) It was just kind of like such a sad way to end this episode. Like there's not any resolution to anything, but actually, but then like in some way, when there's so many open questions at the end of a season, that makes me more interested in a reunion. Right. Because right at the end, it's like Jen Shaw's bringing up the Upper East Side and Meredith. Mm. So it's like, we're going to, the, we're hitting the end of this season. And we know that that's going to probably be a big conversation during the reunion because of the Lisa Barlow stuff that now Jen Shaw's per- perpetuating. Yeah. So the reunion I am interested in seeing. And we have cameras up in Arizona. I'm not sure how Jen Shaw was allowed to head out there. Do you think the judge like changes rules? Uh, well, I think like when you are out uh, on bail, you could like ask the court to be allowed to travel for work. And like that is what she is doing. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But I got to say, like in the pictures, they all seem like so chippy to be together. I know, but that's like, that's how they are. It's like at the beginning, at the beginning of this party, even they were like all like so chippy. Yeah. And then, but then we have five of them. We better like be hiring some new girlies. You know, sometimes they try to trick you though. Maybe the, like the other people who might be joining the cast are like, just not in frame Mm -hmm. or because like taking the photo five can be okay. But when five is bad, it's snoozy. And when five is one, going to trial (laughs) like next month 
I wouldn't count on the five at that point. Exactly. Then we're down to four and we haven't seen four since Jersey season two. Oh my God. Okay. So that is Salt Lake City. Let's do some Summer House. Oh my God. Love it. We're starting with the Summer in the City beginning portion. Montages, Carlito and uh, Hubs mm-hmm. hanging out. And I love like... I love watching it, knowing what we know, but they don't know what we know. Oh, they don't know. Yeah. And she's bringing the sandwich because they're neighbors. And when he made that little joke, like, when was the last time you made me a sandwich? That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Okay. I, I mean, I think like the big picture conversation in this episode is Kyle and Batula. Well, yeah, but it's like nothing good is happening here. Yes. And I got to say, like, you know, usually when it's like the two of them and there's a big argument, like usually it's mostly Kyle in the mm-hmm. wrong. But this episode to me felt like b- besides the rant to Danielle, mm-hmm. which was like so bad on Kyle's part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love you like trying to like find little ways to defend Kyle. No, but like. I'm just kidding. I'm with you on this episode. Amanda was a nightmare this episode. Yeah. Like from somewhere in the city into the house. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. And it's just like, I don't know. Do they talk when they're sober and like discuss through like what each other's issues are? Hmm. Because it's like, it's pretty easy fixes. And it's interesting things because it's like Amanda's pissed off that he, when they go out is talking to other people. But then if you think about it, isn't that part of his job as like the lover mm. boy guy? Yeah. Like to be out and maybe, maybe in this exact instance, he wasn't out promoting, but it feels like they're constantly out promoting. Like people are having lover boys in their hands at these bars and that kind of thing. Sure. So it feels like part of his job description. Does he take it too far? Yes, of course. Yeah. But then like when they got back to the house that night, everything t- he was doing to me was pretty harmless. He was just like, drunk eating food yeah it it was this episode was very like kyle 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 like like a mom like he said (laughs) mom yeah i mean yeah that's why i like be alone and in my house (laughs) you're like whoopi goldberg (laughs) (laughs) wow um i did like starting the episode off with like the drive with Carl and Maya and like, Mm. like talking through that. And she was talking about how she was bummed. He was in the house last week because she can actually go to him to talk. And I just like their dynamic as friends and um, happy with that. Well, Andrea and Maya seem to really be connecting this episode as well. Like they were having a fun little Mm -hmm. conversation and like he gave her a big hug when she came in the house. Yeah. It's like nice to see people learning from the conversation from last week. Yeah. And like actually like exhibiting like behavior that is better than they were behaving the previous week. Yeah. Something that Kyle hasn't really learned, but mm. not on that level, obviously. He was yeah. fine on that level, but like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Sierra Alex stuff, it's kind of like work kind of just pretending it feels like. I know. And like, I'm, I can't tell how I feel about Alex, you know, mm. I like him in some situations. I'm not as anti as I was like the first couple episodes. Cause I sure. do feel like he's shown himself as like a more, le- a more fully formed person where at the very beginning we were just getting like ground macho turkey. guy who has to like eat ground Turkey and like yada, yada. But now that he's like in confessionals more, I'm like starting to like warm up to him a lot more. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's not happening with Sierra. Yeah. Especially when she's repeatedly making out with Carl. Yeah. She's in love with Carl. Even though and like, that- I don't think she really is though. I think she just wants to make out with him. Yeah. She just like wants to do SE with him. Which yeah. Is fine. Um, what did you think about this? Like uh fetish party. Can you call it that? I guess it's a fetish party or Bond was it? Leather. <laughs> Andrea was calling a bondage. <laughs> yeah, I guess his like his original pitch was like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved Andrea talking to his mom in Italian. 
Oh yeah. Did it like make you feel like you were home? Yeah, I felt home. <laughs> well, I, I love like matters. Like I, I'm just like I'm so bad at languages, but I can understand Italian. So I love hearing him speak and not being sure of myself, but then the the subtitles like backing me up. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's that's a great moment. No, I love the bondage party just because it was like a different flavor of stuff we've not really seen. And everyone's looks were great. Like yeah. The only look that I was like, oh, I'm not sure what we're doing here was Robert. But then like I got a second look and I was like, I don't know, with the buzz head, it like is kind of working because it's like a little more like rocker mm. something. And oh, I got when he walked in with the buzz head, I was so happy. Like I was over that longer hair. I was nervous when he walked in with the watermelon and other packages. I was like, are they going to make him cook all? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then I guess the last thing is really like the page stuff just continues. And Craig is like an ever present shadow. The way that page is becoming and already has become, but like this, this episode, this party, it was like, she is the main girl and she knows it. Mm. And I like this energy for now. I'm just worried. Are we going to go too far as far as like her, her Jack's tailing herself as like number one girl in the group. Okay. I do love the, just like the image of her playing two men. I mean, obviously she ultimately ends up with one, but we usually, it's always like a guy and two girls. Yeah, I know the comparison has been made in the past, so this is not an original thought. Mm. But just like her energy is very, without the, as strong of an accent, but it is very Fran Drescher and the nanny. Oh, well, like, yeah, I mean, the styles alone, hello. The style, but also just like what you're speaking on, like the way she interacts with men. Mm. It's like... I haven't seen the nanny since like the nineties, but I did watch it. I did watch it all the time back then. Okay. And it's okay. like, it's like Fran Drescher and the nanny had star quality in the same way that, uh, she had style. She had grace. She had flair. That's how she became the nanny. The nanny. <laughs> um, uh, in the same way Paige does. Yeah, exactly. I mean like, it's just a natural charm. Yes. Yeah. A Southern charm almost. Uh, well, we'll <laughs> see if she ends up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like, she and Craig are going to be on three different Bravo shows like this year. Spanning all the shows. And then like when Hubhouse inevitably joins Roni, I'm sure oh my God. Paige will make guest appearances on that as well. It's, it's going to be all Paige all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let us talk about New Jersey. Okay. Let's go. I mean, New Jersey, you know, there was a time where like Jersey was like all around about being around the holidays and like winter time and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not tired of Jersey down the shore yet. I think what it is, is we are getting, since we don't watch Jersey shore anymore, mm. at least I don't, I'll yeah. catch an episode of family vacation. We're getting like that little, that little like piece of pop culture we need. Mm. We're now getting it in Ronge. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate it. Representation. Um, yes. We are continuing with the Dolores Jackie fight at the frat party. Yeah, but it like ends quicker than I expected. Well, it's like shocking how essentially all parties involved just kind of got to talking. Yeah. <laughs> like Marge and, and Jennifer were talking. Mm-hmm. Jackie and Dolores were talking now and like everything's cool. Yeah. And I mean, Teresa's still up at uh, Boston, Boston for dance nationals or something. Yeah, I guess I was thinking about that. I like wonder what hotel mm. still. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a lot with the Contanias this year. <laughs> I know it's like Dolores goes from like, she's usually supporting character. Now she's main. Yeah, she's more main than Teresa. But next week, Teresa's going to be more main. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I So Dolores was on Watch Robins Live, and she talked about what I was questioning last week, which was the why is Gabby calling Frank Frank? 
What did she say? She was just kind of like this. Like, I know it may seem like it's disrespectful, especially like in our culture, but like, this is just like something we do. There's mm-hmm. no disrespect. Like there, it's not like she only calls him Frank. Like she calls him dad too, when it's appro- like appropriate and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, she kind of addressed it in a way. Oh, thank God. We were all like waiting with bated breath. I don't know. I just felt so strange to me. (laughs) (laughs) But this, this family dinner of like negotiating everyone's living arrangements. It's just like interesting to see this as like, once I moved out of my mom's house, Mm. like to go to college, I, (laughs) the longest time I lived there was my first summer back from college. I lived there for like that summer. And then I was gone. Well, what's interesting, well, cause like, cause you don't want to go back cause it's your parents' house and, and like their rules. Right. And I want to be alone. Like I've said several times, I, I, we fam- <laughs> if there's one thing you want to know about Brendan, he wants to be alone. Um, but it's, it's funny that the kids are like directing the terms of what can and cannot happen in the house. That happens though. That happens. Yeah, it's just like wild to, to watch. I, I've, I've seen it happen before, and it is crazy to watch to me. I'm like, you're in their house under their roof. They're paying the mortgage. I know the whole like the whole point is like, oh, we want you guys to be able to stay here while you're you know out of college and veterinary school and getting your like feet on the ground. So for them to for for you to then be turning it around and being like. This is how it's going to go. It's kind of wild. The thing about people in their early 20s, everyone is both naive, but has like the most confidence they'll ever have because mm. they just came out of like college. They're like feeling their oats. They just got yeah. a big diploma. They were maybe like big man <laughs> on campus or whatever. Yeah. Big, big vet on campus in Gabby's, <laughs> in Gabby's uh, place. But like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, everyone's feeling their oats and they think they are the boss. Everyone mm. thinks they're the boss in their early twenties. No, little do they know. They're not the boss. They're certainly the only the boss. boss is up there in heaven. Oh, oh my God. You're giving me Julie Chen right this now. This is Julie Chen's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, so that's the Cantania's. I got to say when it comes to Jackie, she is really like laying it out there with her road to recovery. I have never seen anything like this scene on television, mm-hmm. like ever, ever, as far as like people talking about eating disorders in this way. Yeah. And it's like incredible to watch like her literally just like go through each question with that person at yeah. that office. It's like, it really is incredible that she's like putting it all out there in that way. Yeah. I think. I agree. Especially cause like, we have touched on eating disorders in various cities at various times, mm-hmm. but never like this. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, like she wants to get help. She's like honest about it. And then like, obviously she's not at that place yet. She's not like been through the recovery of it yeah. all completely. So then you see like awkward scenes later where she's like talking about yeah. eating or we like, one thing I didn't like is at the beach, they like zoomed on her, like oh. picking out a salad. And I was yeah. like, that's actually pretty fucking rude editing. Well, but yeah, I mean, they did that like for a whole year when it yeah. wasn't really the storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but there's just like stuff that watching it, you're kind of learning as someone who like has never gone through an eating disorder. Right. Like, it's like, oh, she, it's not even like she could be like, oh, I just want to like eat normally. And she's like, well, actually you need to go see your doctor first. Cause you like, can't just jump into right. like, normal eating habits right away. Right. Which yeah. Which was like a shock to watch. Yeah. Um, her talking about how she gives herself two meals a week where she can like kind of eat stuff outside of her normal salad. Yeah. Wow. Wild. But like, I'm, I praise her for bringing this and like being so open about it on like this national television platform. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, we got hijinks with the Gorgas. Always hijinks. And like, 
Missy G is really feeling herself. <laughs> I know. Um, I had this weird moment this week where I was like, isn't it funny? We never talk about how Teresa's name was Gorga. Uh, yeah, Teresa Gorga. Hello. I know. But like, because we've had so many years of the Judiches versus the Gorgas in yeah. a way, it's yeah. weird that Teresa's last name was once Gorga. I mean, she has like referred to herself as a Gorga family member in the past, but it's, I know. but it's like obviously front and center that she's a Judice. Yeah. This was, just, sorry. This was just like a me sitting alone thought where I just like my <laughs> like mind wandered. Your favorite place to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, in the preview though, next week, like Zia Melissa is like waking up and g- getting into it with various people. Thank God. I mean, she finally got a storyline beyond them filling a water tank with Tito's. Yeah. Tracy's with us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's trying in some scenes, but she's never like really getting in there. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm so curious as to what the conversations were. And I think was, I don't know if it was this week or the week prior that we saw pictures of her shooting like the intro family scenes. Oh, yes. Yes. So she was on the precipice of holding a tomat. There's always a sadness when they don't make it, you know? But like the fact that it gets out, it was like like when, when it got out with Sutton. Oh, yes. Oh. And we saw like the image of her twirling around in a dress. The thing, Sutton's like the rare success story though. Oh, yeah. Of course. And now we know like so many things about Sutton. We've met her kids. Yeah. It's great. It's a family affair. Yeah. Yeah. TBD with Tracy. Um, Marge, there's nothing really like going on with her in her own life. The thing about Marge is like, she's at her best arriving. Mm, Isn't she so good at like (laughs) arriving? Like being like, I'm here. I'll make you a nice coffee. Like yada, Mm. yada, yada. Yeah. Jennifer, there's obviously still just like a sadness around her. It really comes through when her and Teresa are like sitting in those chairs, facing the water outside of her house. And Teresa's yeah. like talking about how she wants to host that barbecue at Jennifer's house. And just like the way that Jennifer like looks in her body language and her facial expressions is very, um, you might not get this reference, but mm beaches when um Mm. they bring barbara hershey after she's very sick to the beach (laughs) to like basically like live her best life before she's going to pass oh my god no i'm not saying i'm not not saying i'm not saying jennifer's gonna die but there's the sadness that you talked about like it's and it's like it takes over your body when you're like that sad i remember while the season was filming it was kind of like oh jennifer's like out on her own mm-hmm. she's not having a good season and i was like our jen like our bubbly fun jen who's like re- always willing to get into it and blah 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 remember how much we hated her when we were in oklahoma oh she yeah. was disrespectful to marge's friend yeah to our friend what was her name oh my god not dotty it was like something something like along those lines yeah she was yeah. so rude to her yeah yeah i'm it's like when Teresa was asking her to host it instead, like she was like, Ugh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and then we're, we're getting like, they're bringing the chefs into the house and well, we hung out by the beach first. Oh yeah. We hung out by the beach and Dolores shit stir. Well, first of all, by the beach gave me big Jersey shore vibes that you mentioned yeah. earlier in terms of, the whole beach watching them film. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're like, we're like on a place on the boardwalk, but off the boardwalk, like, I don't know where we are. What town we're, were we in? Tom's oh, River? We were in, in well, so I could explain it all to you. Okay. So Joey G is in Tom's River, but I believe we were at Jenkinson's Beach, which is Point Pleasant. Okay. So a little bit of a drive. The place where you have stayed at my family's place is somewhere in between. Mm. Yeah. 
haven't been invited back in like five years. Mm, too bad, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but but no. it's like, actually, it might be for the best because you like being alone, remember? No, I like, I famously <laughs> like going on weekends and staying with my friends. I'm going on one in T minus mm. 12, 13, 14, like 15, 16 hours. Yeah. Okay, so we're at the beach. We're all kind of shit stirring. Oh, yeah. It was, everyone's kind of good. And then Dolores is throwing jackie under the bus i know and dolores is like not getting the entire story straight yeah it was very telephone Mm. yeah um she's like saying she's saying she's putting what jackie said in a more harsh light when what jackie said was actually in defense of jennifer Mm. the original thing that jackie said was like someone after we found out the allegation or not the allegations the truth what had happened with that couple Someone was like, oh, I kind of feel bad for Bill. And in the moment of like us yeah. just finding out and Jackie defending Jennifer, she's like, I don't care about him. He deci- he's the one who decided to like put his dick in someone. Is yeah, what yeah, she yeah. actually said. Yeah. The way that Dolores told it, and you know I'm the biggest Dolores fan, mm. the way Dolores told it was extremely wrong and out of context and yeah. designed to like piss Jennifer off. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I did not like, I knew Dolores was wrong in the scene. But you really like broke it down for me, like how wrong she really was. Yeah. Well, we did get that text from P where he was like, R.I.P. Dolores. Mm. And you were like, I don't know what he's talking about. And then once yeah. I watched it, I was like, yeah, R.I.P. Dolores. Yeah, rest in peace. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So then we're kind of like breaking off. Chefs are coming. Louis was supposed to come to the beach, but never showed up. Mm-hmm. And then Louis's not showing up. Teresa's meeting him in a parking lot. No, or the producers meeting him in a parking lot mm-hmm. and he's upset. We got producers on camera. Love when the producers are on camera. We got Teresa freaking the fuck out. She's texting everyone to and not she's talk about like, Louie. Yeah. She's like, he didn't sign up for this. And it's like, he met a reality star and decided yeah. to be on camera with her in a relationship. What did he sign up for then girl? Literally signed papers to show yeah. that facha on tv <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i i am excited to see it all go down next week because it feels like normally everyone's so afraid of Teresa, but it didn't seem like anyone was afraid of her next week i feel like these past couple seasons more mm. and more people are getting they listened to Sarah Bareilles. Mm. She said, I want to see you be brave. And they said, okay. I wonder if it was the frat party that really was the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of like, oh, look, we, we got oh, it, yeah, gals. Yeah, you love this. You love this little theory, yeah. We got it, gals. <laughs> we don't got to be afraid of her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the frat party wasn't, like, that iconic. I know, but, like, so people were dipping and doing left and right. Like, everyone was, like, doing something. Okay, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, wow. New Jersey, love it. Uh, you know what? I you know what's so funny? Jersey right now has the best ratings, and I feel like people don't like care about Jersey that much. Well, other than the like the you know who cares like the accounts online that all have like uh, profile pictures of like a like a Bravo celebrity's like face all distorted. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I think, I think you're living in the world where it's like Twitter indicates who cares about what, but the Mm. real world outside of Twitter has different thoughts about things. Sure. 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 Much like how we learned Carson getting America's favorite player instead of Shayna. Exactly. Okay. Let's get to, you know, my fave Miami. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, like, what a season. Only 12 episodes of Maine. And then we have two-part reunion. I went into this saying, Miami, remember when we ranked the shows of 2021? Mm-hmm. Miami's on top. I think this was a stellar season of television. I agree. Definitely. I just, the only thing I don't like is the rollout. Exactly. That's exactly what I was gearing up to. Yes. It's like, because of, and this is a problem only for us. It's because like of when we record this podcast and that might be too like inside, whatever. Mm. It's like, I have to watch it like 
in a non-enjoyable space for me. Mm. It's like I'm rushing to watch it and I don't want to rush. I want to like savor. Well, it's not like you're a fast forwarding through the episode. <laughs> no, but it's like I have to watch it some time between when it when I wake up on Thursday and when we record yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Well, I was going to also mention the fact like I like all all of us in all of us fans watching at the same time. Or yeah. at least like if we're not watching at the same time, knowing like okay, it has aired, so the conversation begins. But like when is the time to ever have the Miami conversation? That's the problem. Think, yeah, I, a lot of the girlies aren't talking about Miami on the timeline too. It's speaking of Twitter. Yeah. Are they? Well, they some of them are, but like sometimes someone's talking about it at like eight o'clock in the morning. It's like you're talking to yourself right now. I know. Everyone's just complaining about Mary Saul's cup. Mm, there's a lot of I conversation say, about the cup. I will say this episode, I feel like Mary Saul redeemed herself. I felt her going to a oh. dark place. Yeah. In the middle of the season, she had a great strong start at the beginning. I was like, yes. this is a new woman. Like we are like, she is the funniest bitch on the block. Then it got, got kind of old when she started going after Dr. Nicole. But then like this last episode, I'm like, you know what you're doing. Like you're like mm. fixing it and like becoming friends with Dr. Nicole and also like being there in your friend's time of grief. And like, you're, you're the girl is growing conflict and resolution. Yeah. Hello. That's like the name of the game. Uh, Adriana though. I don't know. Knows that game, <laughs> but like, but Adriana knows that is what her role is. She is agent of chaos. Yeah, and I mean, like, it is fun to see Larsa squirm about the mention of the Kardashians. Yeah. Although, I, I gotta give Larsa some credit, and I've been down on her all season. Like, she, she woke up. up a little bit. And she showed up to that brunch when a lot of people wouldn't after having that fight. Well, yeah, I, when she was leaving, I was like, loser, where are you going, right? <laughs> and, and then for her to, like, come strolling in the next morning, because when, when Adriana and Julia were talking about, like, Adriana was like, oh, I got to go see her now. Mm -hmm. or, or, or like Julia was like, yo, you got to go see her now. And then Adriana was like, oh, is she going to be there? Mm -hmm. like, I was like, oh, no, she's not going to be there. She's like home right now. She went, she probably flew back to LA. Yeah, exactly. Which, which she did for the funeral. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, she showed up. Hello. Good for her. Although I got to say like, then like the scene of her docu signing the divorce papers is like, all right, <laughs> like you actually couldn't be happier. Give me a break. Yeah. And also just like the producers are doing too much with the fact that she's on OnlyFans and like selling feet pics. It's like, <laughs> we know we're like fine with it. Like let's, let's move on. We don't need the catch up at the end of it. So like, be no, we do. Okay. we do need, we do need it. <laughs> if her tagline is going to be like, the fans are going wild. We need That's the catch up. That is a good point. I take that back. Yeah, um, please. I will say, I think I have a problem. Mm. I think we need to hear a lot more from Kiki because oh, yeah. she's in every fucking scene. Yeah. She's obviously great friends with all of them. She's yeah. like always showing up and the producers are giving her like nilch. Like we're not getting like enough confessionals. We're not getting like, she, I want to, she should have a mojito. I'm sorry. Did Kiki even have a confessional? I thought she maybe had one, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe she had one, but it, feel, it does not feel like her voice was really part of the, the season. But for somebody to be like so close to all of them and be so integral in the group yet is being yeah. treated like she's like one of Ramona's 60 girlfriends in the background of like yeah. a birthday party. It's just so yeah. weird. And she's not, yeah. as far as we know, and we've seen the clip and the photos from the reunion, she's not there. Yeah. Yeah. There's not like any sign of her there. Yeah. I, but at the, at the same time, it's so interesting that this is a rare city where we have two friends of, that might as well be cast members. Right, exactly. Because we don't see that too often. Yeah, and we're like, we're getting scenes, like, didn't we have a scene, like, last episode or a couple episodes ago, which was just Mary Saul and Adriana, like, filming or something? Oh, I, when they were preparing for the for the bachelorette. party. It was like Marisol, Adriana, Kiki, the gay, like, was there a mojito holder at that planning event? I don't 
think so. I don't believe so. Interesting. The gay, the gay should also have a mojito. I like. Give him a mojito. Yeah. No, he definitely showed up. He did the hard work this season. He he emceed the Bachelorette. Exactly. I mean, that whole Bachelorette was like was actually fun. I know. I can't believe like how hard and long they partied. (laughs) What time were they up till? Like definitely like four o'clock. Oh my god with like so we have like the one stripper and i'm like okay like i think we're going to bed now but then we go into the, the plaza with like five or six more men doing body shots and dancing i wish i kind of wish it would have gone the way of atlanta like somebody hooked up with one mm, yeah well i mean like you're asking a lot i feel like we already have so much going on that that would have been like oh my god wow i know the thing i like about it uh, Miami is like the easy breeziness of the way we're moving through scenes, you mm, know? Yeah. I'm just like having fun. And I also think it has to do with like just the production and like the new way that housewives is being envisioned through the people at Peacock, mm. I think is like bringing a new life to it. Yeah. I mean, and it's also having a large cast. Yeah. Cause yeah. like we don't need to spend 15 minutes on what is a three minute scene. I know. Um, Julia, I feel like we're going to get things at the reunion mm. that were only touched on. Oh yeah, for sure. Like her child who died and like, yeah. yeah, I mean that was touched on a little bit in this episode in the like ceremony at the end of the episode, obviously, but mm-hmm. I feel like she has a lot of unresolved stuff. It was interesting seeing her seated next to Andy. I know. That was a shock. I know. The seating at the Miami reunion seems all over the place. Like, Dr. Nicole's at the end? So, actually, like, before the friends came, it didn't make sense. But once the friends came, it all made sense to me. Yeah. Because the friends should be on the fucking cast. I mean, the friends... Like Mar- like if they were holding mojitos, like Marisol and Adriana would be contenders to be sitting next to Andy. I know. You know, you know the concept of like friends giving? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Marisol and Adriana did this season. They did the, friends giving. They, they gave were, a lot. <laughs> they were given, baby. <laughs> wow. So stupid. I mean, the fact that like Alexia and, and Julia are placed next to Andy. I mean, obviously Alexia's gonna be placed next to Andy. But in yeah. a way, they're both placed next to Andy so that the friend of can sit directly next to them and be like I know. in on the action. I know. I'm interested to see Julia's on Watch Happens Live with Martina as we record this. I'm yeah. interested to see that. Yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting. Um, I just thought the ends, like, obviously, we none of us could have predicted that Alexia's mom would die. And we've never ended with a death like this. I... Not only does she die, she dies on what was going to be her wedding day. Of COVID. Of COVID. Wild. For COVID to barely play a part in this one city out of all the Mm -hmm. cities and then kind of like end in like the worst way possible with the city was like a whirlwind. Yeah. Just the way that the last couple scenes were done was really nice like the friends getting together and like doing the tribute yeah though like lisa wearing that green dress and being like i didn't get the memo and it's like memorial you don't you don't that's like the one event in your life that doesn't need to send like the suggested dress code unless they're doing something other than black yeah Uh, yeah i mean lisa (laughs) lisa (laughs) we did like spend a little bit of time with her and lenny Mm-hmm. With the with the child, the third possible child thing. Oh yeah, we're having yeah the third child. I you know like it felt like Gertie and Doctor Nicole. We didn't like really wrap too much up, mm-hmm. but they kind of got like a bigger wrap up in the like where are they now? It, there's more stories to tell with them. I feel it's like Gertie is being named Vogue's number one wedding planner of the century or whatever. <laughs> one of one of. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like then, I mean, 
Dr. Nicole's getting the People magazine spread. So it's like I things are looking up by and they're being embraced by uh, New York based major publications. But you know what's so funny? And like I love Dr. Nicole, but it's kind of funny that she was the one calling out um Marisol for getting married to be relevant. Mm-hmm. And then she got and, married to be relevant. And, and like Marisol could easily now say, oh, like, are you now getting married after saying all season that you did not want to get married to be relevant for season two? Um, Marisol's got her season five plot. Yeah, there we go. Have you noticed they're calling it in the reunion clip? Andy called it season four reunion. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight years in the making. Wild. Yeah. I mean, let's get cameras up. I How are cameras not up right now? Like, wait, I couldn't believe that we, we like got cameras up in December. We, we were wondering what they were going to do. I know. I think cameras will be up soon and I feel like they don't need to make many changes at all. I'm comfortable with this cast totally. And I would say if anything, give Kiki the mojito. Mm. And like, I know we have the argument that Mary Saul and Adriana need their mojitos. And I do think they do, but I also think that, they're fine as friends, but I don't want them to get their egos about them and decide not to do the show because they're not getting their mojitos, if that makes mm. sense. Well, it's all, isn't it all about money? Like, if they're getting paid, I would say they need to be paid on par with Julia Guardi and Dr. Nicole. Well, I mean... You would think it's all about money, but I think like the big struggle in life is like Mm. money versus fame. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there is something to be considered more famous as a main cast member of a real housewife show than being a friend of. Yeah. And that's the the struggle that people with money have to think about. And I fortunately don't have to think about that struggle. (laughs) I mean, it's famously the, the Marlowe struggle. Yeah. And she finally got both. Okay. Well, I cannot wait for the two-part reunion. It does look good. And I think it is time for us to crown our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Okay. Dan, so who our, is, who's our Freak? Our Freak of the Week this week is one host of Irish podcasts, Housewives of Made, Connor Bean. <laughs> because, okay, in case you missed it, both of us jointly guest appeared on housewives and me this this week and ham as it's uh affectionately known as and usually connor does his podcast promo rollout like it's up and going as we are waking up here on the east coast Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. we wake up during the normal rollout day of tuesday morning Mm -hmm. we know that it's our episode drop day and not a peep we're like oh Bitch, I had to ask him to promote <laughs> us. I had to ask him if he was ashamed of us. Yeah. And he and said there was just like a greater rhyme or reason to the timing of his rollout for our it, He like claimed he was like he claimed like Irish commuters and people in mm. the US is who he's targeting. Mm. So commuting time like in Ireland, so five <laughs> o'clock their time or whatever. And it's like, are we yeah. even commuting? Um <laughs> Wow. And then no. on top of that, he still has not atoned for his sins. He still has not denounced his Erica Jane standum. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a very fun episode. You should tune into it in case you haven't already. It's essentially like getting double the come through queen in one week. So yeah, tune into that. And Brendan, who is our one true queen? <laughs> okay, so our one true queen is one Andrea Denver from winter house and summer house it has come to my attention right before we recorded this podcast that he starred in both in two of my favorite music videos and i'm not even kidding j-lo's i love you poppy and taylor swift's blank space so if you've seen either of these videos in I Love You Poppy, he's like in a bedroom scene looking hot mm. on like a chaise lounge. And then he's on a yacht looking hot in a speedo. Yeah. Doing what he does in, best. 
Yeah, exactly. And then in blank space, he's not the main boy. Mm-mm. He is the second victim who arrives who arrives at the end of the video, which I think is actually a more iconic role. Yeah, it's kind of like you're looking to the future. Like exactly. he is the blank space of like what could be happening after the music video. And like it's kind of a great metaphor if you like think that Paige DeSorbo is Taylor Swift and Craig mm. Conover is like the first guy in the video. Okay. And then maybe Andrea will re-arrive in her life. Well, I feel like I feel like in the in the real life analogy, it might be the reverse. (laughs) He is the first victim of Paige (laughs) Sorba. Sadly. Wow. What a week. And hello. You if you've been going on the Melbourne journey with us now that has premiered on Discovery Plus, we are recapping the second half of season one over on our Patreon. So check that out. Go to comethroughqueen.com for links to that, our social media accounts, uh, to links to new episodes, merch, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.